This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change. And you're on Praise Junction at Hope FM. Listen and leave. I hope you're doing well. And thank you for keeping it right here. My name is Grace Mutis and I'm hosting Maria Makao Mondi, a colleague of mine, uh, our presenter on Route 104, our guest on profile today. So here, a story of faith. It's been a journey of faith. And that's what she's sharing with us. And remember, if you have any question or comment, you can get to us on the SMS line 20933. That is 20933. You can also talk to us at Hop FM Live on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. And you can uh, SMS us on 20933, WhatsApp 0717-400-555. This hour, we'll be getting to some of your questions and comments uh, regarding our today's profile. Welcome back, Maria. Thank you, Grace. So one of the things that you pointed to us um, when the Lord saved you, mm-hmm. Is that you struggled, you know, you didn't want anything to do with ministry. Yeah. Uh, the only thing you wanted to do is to finance. <laughs> you know, these days they call them kingdom financiers. <laughs> That's true. This thing of you being the one used to yeah. to, to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. No. Why was that a big struggle to you? And how did God deliver you out of it for oh. you to say, yes, Lord, I surrender? You see, let me just say something, that any time you are strong-willed and uh, you have a direction you want to take as a person, always leave room for what God wants you to take also as a person. Mm-hmm. I think that has helped me a lot because I am naturally a very strong-willed person. Mm-hmm. And I want to imagine if I never had you know, space for God, I would never be in this place right now. So... The reason why I never wanted to do ministry is because I have seen my mother and my entire family suffer for the calling that my mom has in her life. Mm-hmm. Grace, the first time I ever was uh, chased from school because of school fees, I was in class eight. I will never forget. I was in boarding school. My life had been so good. We were doing very fine until my dad lost his job. Mm-hmm. And so... You imagine a class eight people that is so entitled, that knows their father has it all together, called in, and you're told, go back home and get school fees. You know, that's not something you want to subject your daughter, especially when they're that young, you understand? Yeah. So for me, that was like a turning point. I, I asked myself, I, what, why, why are we going through this? Mm-hmm. Then my mom never told us what happened to my father. So we always saw our dad around home. And it was really hard. Yeah. And all that because my mom had been called to open a church and she was dilly-dallying about mm. it. So we all had to go through all that because of her accepting and obeying God's call. And so that was it. So from when my dad lost his job, it, had, it was a struggle from one point to another. Me going to school... But I'll say something that I learned from my mother. You know, she had a lot of faith that none of us has gone to bad schools, Mm. despite the fact that my dad was not employed. God always provided grace. I don't know how, I don't know why, but God always provided. So when I used to see the struggles that we're going through and my mom is saying, you know, I'm like, what? Who is this God? Where is he? You know, there's a time I asked my mom, Mami, kwani u mungu? At Wonangi, and I remember my mom, Alini Chapa, Grace. 
because he's, she's, she never wanted to put in us, any, any of us, a doubt that God exists. But we're going through so much trouble. I, I, I was very vocal from a very young age. So I asked, Mungu, atusikiangi, mami? Wapi? And, you know, it was really hard. And so with all that, as much as it was a joy and a privilege seeing my mom speak every Sunday, I said, God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do ministry. I don't want to speak. I don't want to talk about you. I just want to be somewhere where I'm just serving you. Kwa kona. My mom, my dad eventually got a job when I was in Form 3. And I remember me going to school. Someone just miraculously, I don't know from where, sent my mother money, like tithe. Mm. And it was enough for me to just buy what was needed for school and be paid for. So yeah. I, as I'm saying, I've always been seeing God working. I just didn't have a relationship with him mm. be, be, through my mom. So I never wanted to go through that situation. So when I told my mom, Miss Taki Kufanya Ministry, I just want to finance. She said, she said very, something very French. She said, mungu wana pesa. You know? Ati. Oh, yeah, she roda. said that. Pastor Roda, you know? And I said, ah, you know, but I was like, Uizo pesa mimi, I give them out. But my mom is very reluctant. She will never push you to anything. She said, fine. As long as you're in church, as long as you're born again, that's okay. God will come wherever or whatever time. So I was, I was used to sit at the, uh, now at least I advanced. I started sitting in second chairs. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I'm always open to hearing God, even through his vessel. So one day this man of God comes to church. He's done preaching. And when he's, he's just about to leave, he says, you, he points at me. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, God is going to use you in this generation to speak i agree mm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. i'm like i i'm I, i'm in as he's prophesying i'm arguing inside and i'm telling god please talk about the financial aspect yes, you know i'm telling yes. god please god make him talk about the financial and he never mentioned a thing about my career he never mentioned a thing about he talked about ministry and i was so struck and from that day again as i said as long as as much as you're strong-willed Always ask God, okay, what do you really mean? So from that time, I started flexing. Mm-hmm. said, you know, God, when you're ready to show me what you mean with this, mm-hmm. I'm ready. That's how I don't know how and when, but I just found myself now here and there, speaking, speaking, mm-hmm. given a chance to encourage people like that. So that's how I started talking, uh, pole pole. And then before I knew it, I realized <laughs> it's like I'm not called to finance. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'm called to, to speak, you know? Yeah. And so that's how it all changed. For me, and that it's very important that people realize, you know, always be open to hearing the other voice. That is the voice of God. Yes. Because that is everything. And so for me, that was, uh, that was it for me. Mm. That changed now perspective for me. So my mom didn't push me or force me, mm. but I just found myself. But the problems we went through were so many. That's why I didn't want to be a part of them that minister. Mm. But I just wanted to finance the ministers. Mm. Uh, so that is what hap- that is how it happened for mm. me. Mm. That I started speaking in avenues. And yes. I remember, I have to say this, I got a chance. I was invited somewhere to speak uh, along the early, early times. Yes. And I was invited and there was a theme to the conference. So come and speak about the love of God. Mm. And I was in a place where I never knew what love is, Grace. Mm. 
you know i was not in touch yani with with what love is like i knew god loves me i knew people can love me but i didn't know what that emotion is mm-hmm. you know i could say i love you but i didn't know what i, I never felt it you know so when this pe- person called me and he closed the the theme and he said he locked it at love i was confused mm-hmm. and i said god what do i tell your people because i i i, I don't even know i don't i know for god so love the world and that's it you know and i i really feel for people who struggle and tell me i don't know how love is i don't know even how to accept the love of god you know but i'm born again yes. it's a struggle and so when this person say this i say asking god what do i do then i realized along the way before i gave my life to christ i had been through relationships and seasons that really messed and tarnished what love really was what had happened you know i was i particularly remember this relationship that i was in and uh i really let me say i loved this man mm. <laughs> because love, before christ or before, after christ before christ <laughs> so i i i felt like i loved him so much and i had committed everything to him and you know it was it was really good and it was going so well until it got to a point where he let me say he didn't rape me but he forcefully wanted to take advantage of me mm. and this is someone he was really older than me you see the problem about i know i the problem about being in a relationship when you're really young and immature especially and get involved with someone that has really experienced love because yes. this guy was like i think 10 years older than me mm. is that it it gives you sometimes an illusion yes of what love is and so you fall in love for and you fall in love blindly and foolishly so for you that is what love is and if that is taken away then there is no love mm. you understand so in my foolishness i you know i allowed a man to take control of of my world you understand mm. and so when this happened and we had this uh weird encounter together it was very forceful It was very bad. It is only God who rescued me from it because I remember I called him by name and I asked him, "Are you seriously considering to rape me, your girlfriend?" Mm. You get. Mm. And you know, it come rudisha back to senses, but if, but it was already a done thing. You understand? Then alikuwa mission the extreme such that now love was replaced with fear for me. Yeah. So I started negotiating I'm a very good negotiator mm. <laughs> from 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 birth I think yeah. so I started negotiating because I realized I don't have the power and the strength to overcome this guy so what I did I said speaking nikaanza kumwambia sasa utanifanyia hivi nini you know I love you you know I I said everything to save myself and so when he was done and came back to his senses he realized odim hatawai rudi and he said i know you're not coming back i said i will because at that point you have to say everything to save mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. and i said i'm going to come back just allow me nini nini and he said okay fine promise he said leave me i used to carry novels all the time yes. said leave me your novel and so that i know you'll come back up to date he still has it mm-hmm. so i left it and i went and i was just you know i was crying on my way anyone that watched me as is going to the sta- stage and so that moment changed everything I knew about love. Mm. You get so for me love was replaced with fear. I used to walk in town afraid to meet him. 
Mm. Yeah, it was that bad. My best friend then, I told her about it. You know, she used to walk in town afraid to meet him as well. Like, we were all, all afraid. Mm. And so... And so I, so I left and I, 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 whatever, I went back home and that was the end for me. But you see, love for me that I made completely had lost its direction, had, you know, totally lost its meaning. Mm-hmm. And so here I am invited. So that's why you should know that there are, we still have broken Christians following God. That's why I never judge anyone who's telling me I feel like, you know, ABCD, but I'm born again because I was born again. I was invited to speak and I'm broken. And so they're giving me a topic that totally breaks me. And did you ever talk to anyone that this man that I loved almost mm-hmm. raped me? Did you ever open up to no. get healing? No, I never. Until this point where you invited to talk about yes. love. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. what happened? And so what happened is that when, when I started ministering, when God started ministering what I need to talk about, I was talking about the story of Jonathan and David mm-hmm. and how much they loved each other. Mm-hmm. And... God used that message to minister to me to the point that grace, I had blocked this guy all my life. Mm. You know, I went and blocked him, wrote a text to him and said, I forgive you. Mm. I forgive you for giving me an illusion that was never the real thing. Mm. I forgive myself even for allowing myself to go to that extent. And I literally just wrote a text of forgiveness to him because I have found the love of God. Because before I ministered this message to the congregation, God ministered this message to me. Mm. So I was ministering from a point of, of being ministered from, you get. Yes. And beginning that point is where now I began to open myself and realize, you know what I thought was love? Really wasn't it? Mm. You know, and that's how I found healing. And that's how God healed me. As a broken from from brokenness as a Christian, mm. yes. Then how did the sermon go? You you know really you you had to go. At, you let that man be. You forgave him, <coughs> and then you went to minister. How was it now? Uh, this, you know that day. I'll never forget it. I was given. I was ministering the first service, and then someone else was ministering the second service. All of us were ministering on the topic of of love. Yes. But for me, and this, I also believe that God always understands our love languages. Because for me, God knows if he doesn't affirm me, me, I'm done. You know, Mm. like, God, please affirm me. Speak, speak, because I'm about to lose it. And so for me also to get affirmation is that as I ministered the first service and I was done, Mm. the second service preacher Mm. literally was echoing everything I talked about in the first service. Mm. And what he doesn't know is that him doing that was him confirming that, you know what, I am for you, Maria. Like, I, am, I, I meant it when I said I'm healing you. It was like God just saying it to me through him again. Mm. So the service was really powerful, Grace. Mm. That was the first service I ever ministered from away from my church yes. and now the beginning of many others, yeah. Mm. Amen, amen. I was thinking Maria Makao Mondi, ah, presenter, Route 104, right here, Top FM, Listen and Live. And I can see your questions and comments coming through. We'll try as much as possible to get to them in a short while. And we just thank the Lord because of what he's doing. Maria, before we get to how the Lord, you know, literally brought you to Hope Media, <laughs> because miracles happened, immediately you landed. 
<laughs> you said a very important thing. There are very many single people listening to you, mm-hmm. and especially on this area of love. And it's a struggle, you know. He tells me if I love him, I have to give in. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't want to lose him. So I just did it once, and mm-hmm. I'm feeling guilty. Now it's a bondage. Mm-hmm. I, I, he's a married man. He's the only one who is hanging around me. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I'm just doing it once. It, it just feels nice. Mm-hmm. You know, for you, you literally, God literally, even in you not knowing him, yeah. he literally had, he gave you wisdom on how you got yourself out of that trouble yeah. and later healed you. Mm-hmm. I want you to speak to that lady. I want you to speak to that gentleman because you also have gentlemen who say, ah, she's married and I say, ma kona matabu na mze wake. So mm-hmm. I'm just there to, to help speak to that mm-hmm. uh, single person who is in pain or they went through it they were raped. They they yeah. didn't wish it, but they were raped, and they are living with pain, anger, and bitterness. Yeah. Um, one thing I realized about about God is God will never lead you to sin. God is not. He's never in the business of pushing sin, mm. and that's why when He releases His grace, He says, "My grace will teach you to say no to sin." And so sometimes, you know, it looks like the right path. It looks like, you know, comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But you see, the hardest task that we have as believers is to say no to temptation. Because the Spirit of God is already available. The grace of God is already available. Mm -hmm. And God will never lead you to sin. Yes, you are broken. Yes, you are bitter. Yes, you're doing it. Because sometimes you do it. Sometimes I was drinking so much, trying to forget it. You know, trying to say, you know, I want to drink my troubles away. Mm. I want to drink my struggles away, you know. Yes. But the truth of the matter is the only freedom and the only place that you can find affirmation mm. is in your creator. Yes, you are broken. Yes, you are, you know, you, you feel like you're in a filthy state. Mm. Or yes, it looks like a lucrative opportunity that the devil has opened up. Mm. But is it the right thing? See, one thing I've noticed that we never teach our, uh, when it comes to parenting, we never teach our daughters and our, our sons is the value that is in them. Mm-hmm. See, when you value yourself enough, let alone even value in the God that you have, but value yourself enough, there are things you will never subject your body mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it is about going back and saying, I am going to go back and acquire my value again. Yeah. I'm going to go back and acquire myself again Mm -hmm. and so many times we want to pretend and live in that illusion and forget that there is a value that is inside of you or someone made you lose value so you feel like you're valueless no 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 you can always come back to him and this woman was found in the act of sin jesus found him and people were just about to stone her and jesus said very powerful things as much as he asked them not to condemn her he said go and sin no more. Mm. There's mm. something about going and sinning no more. Mm-hmm. And that is where we get stuck as believers. Yeah. We always want to go back to it again, go back to it again. Mm. What you don't know is that you're messing not just yourself, but the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm. It is okay to wait in God. It is okay to be bitter, but be healing while at it. Yeah. But it is not okay to dwell in sin. Mm. Amen. So finally, you say yes to the Lord. He opens doors here and there. You you minister and you feel in your heart, hmm, 
there is hope FM somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us that journey. How um, was it to it, getting here? It was very. <laughs> it was a struggle. It was a prayer item. Mm-hmm. I remember, I quit my job um, seven months before I came here, and I uh, hadn't made an application yet. I had okay. I had made applications earlier on. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't made like applications in that duration for a long time. And so when I quit my HR, she really loved me. She said, where are you going? I said, I'm just going home. And she said, I can't release you to go home. I'd rather you stay here and earn a salary until you get an opening. I said, no. Okay. I, I realized Hatani Achilia. Mm-hmm. So the following day, I went back with a strategy. I said, I'm leaving. I said, now, have you found a place? I said, yes, I have. Said where? Said Hope FM. Yeah. Mm. Faith. Faith. So you know. let me ask because we I usually receive these questions on Tuesdays and Fridays. Mm. Should I resign or not? How how do I know it's God's will or or not? Should I go for these greener pastures or not? So for you, did you hear the Lord or it's just I just decided to quit? How okay. was it for you to get to that place? I I knew I would come to Hope. I didn't know when. Ah, Let me say that. Okay. So when I was resigning, I knew one day I would come to Hope. I didn't know, when I said Hope FM, I didn't know it was in that season. Mm. So I said Hope FM and uh she said what are you going to do? I'm saying I said I'm going to do news. Before I got this job, gotten another job that was an internship at a leading uh, media house. Yes. I refused to get the job. I took this other one that now I'm resigning from. Mm. So when I told her that, she said, she said, sour, sour, let me, let me release you pretty much. She, she didn't have a choice. She said, when are you going? I said, next month. And it wasn't there, honestly. Mm. So what happened, I went back home. I told my mom, Nime resign. My mom, she always laughs at me. It's <laughs> like, even though mm. she says, even though mungu amesema, I say, nikama even though mungu amesema. Mm. Then she, she accommodates me. Then I stayed, I stayed. And then one day, now I had a conviction, Grace. Yes. And I said, now is the time to apply. I called my mom's bishop. I actually texted him. I said, I feel like this is the time and the season for me to be at Hope FM. And I feel like we need to pray in that direction. Please help me. Mm. He's someone uh, a bit senior, senior here. So I said, he said, fine, my daughter, if that's what you feel, it's okay. Now that was a conviction I had. Mm -hmm. Now, after I made that text to him a month later, I was working here. Wow. So that's how I came here. Wow. Yes. So the calls were made one time. I remember that I received a call and now my CV was asked, asked for now, like in person. Mm-hmm. And that's how I came. And when I came for God to confirm to that HR, yes. I started by doing news. So, yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it has been, I get it. I know when people have convictions and Mm. yesterday we were talking about it. You know, when you design your godly opportunity, Mm. don't ever let anyone talk you out of it. Because seasons, you know, grace, seasons Mm. of God. Nikama season ya maembe. Tell me. Imeisha. Say we're talking, I'm from Mukambani. We don't have mangoes right now. Mm -hmm. The next time we're going to be having mangoes is around December, January, Feb, over there. Mm -hmm. So when a season passes, it's not like time. Time, you will get time tomorrow. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. a season you have to wait again. And that's why you need to be a prayerful person. You need to literally be connected to the heavens so that when you know it's your season, you seize it then. Because the next season that will come, you never know. It could come 10 years later. And some people have lost out on seasons of marriages. Some people have lost out on seasons of jobs and visas and all that. And right now you're crying. But the truth is there was a season. Yes, it will come back because you serve a God of chances, you know. But when? And so you have to be very careful that you never miss your season. Yeah. Yeah. Connection with God is the key thing. Yes. You yes. miss that connection, you miss the season. You miss it. And no prophet, as much as, yes, we I respect servants of God, but sometimes it is that connection you have personally with mm. God mm. that can say, you know, your time here is up. Yes. You're, and you feel it. Nobody has to convince you. You feel it. Manzei Meisha. Mm. And so you leave. You don't know how tomorrow is going to be, but you know God has said it. And if he says it, he's going to be there with you. you understand? Yeah. So for the seven months that I had, I had resigned, I, I had my problems. But you know what? I was serving God. Mm. Full-time church. I was ministering. I was, you know, I was constantly in church. You want to find me, you, you get me. It was just a full active. I felt like I was working as much as I wasn't working. Mm. Just because I didn't want to miss out on my season. Mm. Yeah. So you get to home and you serve. Yeah. And then the Lord says, open someone's eyes. <laughs> and, the, and the person sees and says, hmm, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Yeah. And you're coming from a background where, yes, you had fear about love. The Lord has healed you. Yeah. So how did you know that mm. Tony is God's will for you? He is the man. Um, first of all, I have to say, always be open to listening to people because Grace, I remember something you told me. I don't know if you remember, but you told me one day I was in, our, in your office and you said something like me getting married to a pastor. Die. You did. Okay, <laughs> you did. And it really bothered me because I had told God, okay, but I don't want a pastor, you know. Like, because again, mm. we can't be all of us ministering and then to PTA, you know, we the call it, issues. yeah, we, home. <laughs> my goodness, if you find me and my siblings talking, Monday, you will be amazed. Mm. So, we call it jangwa. So, mini PTA jangwa tena because we feel like we paid it for my mom, yes. you know. So, I didn't want a pastor. So, you said that. And I went back to God. I told God, Grace doesn't know me. She doesn't even know what the pact I have with you. But she mentioned something about me getting married to a pastor. Do I need to start making room? Do I need to loosen my will now? Mm-hmm. You know, and slowly by slowly, I started opening up. And I told my, I said, telling myself, you know, if it's a pastor, fine. You know, when the season and the time comes, God, whoever you bring. Mm-hmm. And so I come and then we are forced, <laughs> I'd say forced. <laughs> To work with Tony, <laughs> you guys, it was uh, it was bad. Mm-hmm. Weren't getting along so well the first time, and so uh, Tony is used of God like he always is to come and you know minister peace to us. Like you know, we have to do this. It's a will of God, and it's what you've been given for this season. So Akanyongelesha and I was like, ah, okay, fine, let's do this. Let's try and uh, work our personalities together and get on board very fast. So we do that, and then um, I'll never forget. It was during um, it was during my birthday that that same year, around 2018, 
that but yes 2018 during my birthday when i when i did my birthday grace again seasons that's what i'm saying be connected to the heavens when when i did my birthday to be honest i'm this person 35 years old if i never get married then i know it's not god god's will so i'd given myself an allowance so Your when will again, my yeah. will again mm. But at least that tells you I was not in a rush yes. to have someone. Mm. So when I, was, when I was turning a year older in 2018, I felt again God say, this is the season. Now you've crossed over to the season of marriage. Mm. And ikanza kunisumbua sasa. Now it's all bothering me. I started making prayers of, oh, God, a husband. Oh, those are prayers that never came from my mouth. I remember one day my mama lenda kuniombe a husband. Nikombe, mami usi, why niombe a husband? Until nikuambie. It's not your time. And my mama said, yeah, I was just praying for you. I said, don't pray for it until I tell you it's now urgent. Yes, so that time I found myself praying for a husband. And so around that season, I remember I was coming out from Kesha. And that day I had a very weird vision. As a sleeping, I saw myself taking care of Tony's sister. I, 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 I was Nika Sumbuka Akili. I was like, God, what is this? I told my friend who were from Kesha together. She said, What's it? Mombe said, No, 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 it can't be that direction. It is not that direction. And that time we had formed really good friendship with Tony. It was a good friendship. And you're hosting a program together. We were hosting a program together. It was such a good friendship, Grace, that I was helping Tony narrow down. Yeah, potentials. You, you understand? Like I was not in the list. I was not even there. You get? Yeah. So I was being helpful to him. Now You know what does God say? You know. <laughs> so we're very good friends. And uh, one time, you know, God God spoke to him. Mimi, I had this, and I kept quiet. And God spoke to him, and so Tony started, you know, caring in an an unusual manner. Mm, mm. <laughs> and I said, ah, yeah, this could be it, you know. And so one day I, I was really comfortable with him. And I said, now I'm ready. Because he had told me there's something he wants to tell me. Mm. I told him, Usi, why niambi until I tell you I'm ready? Because I knew mm-hmm. what he wanted to say. Yes. But I wanted to know God's direction. Yes. So one day as I was coming to work, he stop over to he came and God, and you know, God said, it's time. And he said, he gave me a scripture, Isaac. Na Abraham, the time he went to sacrifice Isaac. And God said, look around, I have provided. Yeah. You know, he was just about to make the kill on his son and God said, stop, now I know. Mm. But look around, I've already provided something, a ram for you. Mm. So God said, look around. And I looked around and I've seen people, but now the actual person. Mm. So I looked around and I felt deep down it was him. Yeah. So that day, now tell me, I'm ready to hear. Mm-hmm. So he said, and I said, let me pray about it. You know me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I al- already had a direction from God. But then it didn't come from a place of unfamiliarity. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I also have to say this. I had a struggle with tribalism. You know, I did struggle with that as well. But again, as I said from from the very beginning, Grace, you, as much as you have your will, it is very important to leave enough space for God's will. Yes, because we have plans. But it is the Lord's plans that actualize. Mm-hmm. And so by the time Tony is, is telling me all these things, I am not seeing him again. 
for a moment I forgot he is Lu, you know. Mm. It's mm. because of God, you understand? Yes. And I felt like it's like every time I have a struggle with something, God and I chapanga and something else mm. that makes me realize, you know, we are all Kenyans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't have a bad thing about any tribe, yes. but I just have the di- direction in terms of who I wanted to get married to. Mm. And it wasn't Lu, mm-hmm. but see God. Mm. You understand? So again, some things to not lock out because of our preferences that yes. are not God's preferences. Yes. Yeah. Someone al approach, he's from this tribe, and you're thinking, no. Again, then you miss the season. Mm. Now you're praying, no, hey, hey, please, God, please remember me. And then the season again, as I said, it's gone. It's gone. Mm. Yeah. And one thing I observed about you, you, when God confirmed to both of you, you didn't take a hundred years to I settle know, down, no. which is a struggle. We have so many young people saying, okay, fine, we love each other. But mm. we want to take six years oh, yeah, to know mm-hmm. each other and to do that. How did you come to, to that point that, yes, God has confirmed, let's settle down, we love each other, we're in God's will, let's go? We, uh, I think both of us never wanted to waste time. In mm. fact, the wedding was, was late, if you ask us. We wanted to mm. do it in August, mm. the same year, August, 2019, August. Yes. But we had to wait till December. So for us, we had one thing in common. Like no, but none of us wanted to waste time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you've had God. What else, Grace? Mm. Why do I need forever to marry you or do a wedding? Is this no anitanga? If you engage someone for five years, see it a witchcraft you're doing your own things over there. So, yeah, why waste time? You've had God, you have him. He's someone serious. You know his relationship with God. He's mm. tested you. I mean, we've done the show together. We knew each other's spirit, you know? Mm. So there was no point of wasting time. I don't believe in wasting time. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Amen. Wow. I think we can pause here quickly for a break. The comments are so many and the questions so many. We'll try and see what we can do. We'll be right back. The Profile Song Break. Take a moment of reflection. For you, I am praying. For you, I'm praying. For you. Good things happen 
When mama prayed, lives were changed. Not much more than five foot tall, but mountains big and small crumbled all away when mama prayed. Seventeen and while I hit the bottle Doing anything I dang well please Burning down life's highway at full throttle While mama burned a candle on her knees And one night I came home half sober I saw mama kneeling in the den As I listened she and Jesus talked it over And I knew my restless days were about to end Cause when mama prayed good things happened Mama prayed Lives were changed Not much more than five foot tall But mountains big and small Crumbled all away when Mama prayed It isn't like every one of them got answered But the times they weren't seems to me were rare You almost felt sorry for the devil Cause heaven knows he didn't have a prayer When mama But mountains big and small crumbled all away when Mama prayed. Crumbled all away when Mama This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change. A song by Randy Travis. We were dedicating it to Pastor Rhoda, <laughs> Maria's mom. Yeah. You know, mountains fall when mama prays. There's That's just true. something about mama's prayer. Mm, and is. we want to appreciate every mama who takes time to pray for your children, pray yeah. for your husband, pray for your family, pray for your nation, and just pray for so many things. Yeah. As the Lord puts in your heart, we respect you, we honor you. Mm. Be encouraged, mama. Things mm. will change. Yes. Amen. Amen. So many questions coming through, Maria. Way I don't know what <laughs> we'll do, <laughs> but uh, we want to celebrate with this listener. Says, I'd love to dedicate my life to Christ again. I'm tired of living a sinful life. Mm -hmm. Please guide me in that prayer. And we say, Ali, li, 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 li. that's why yeah. we exist. Yeah. We are going to pray with you in a short while. And thank you for for writing in. 
uh, a few questions so many of the listeners asking mm-hmm. I'm at that place of fear because I made a mistake mm. uh, I'm at that place I missed hearing God's opportunity I missed it mm-hmm. he had given me I was convicted but I missed it yeah so what should I do you see as I said God is a God of chances so many because if you missed it you missed it you get mm. so it is only going to take a miracle for God to come and give you another chance. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you need to constantly, you know, the book of First Chronicles chapter 12 talks about the sons of each Issachar. Yeah. says that they had understanding of the times mm-hmm. to know what Israel ought to do. Mm-hmm. You get there is an understanding of time. Yes. And I always believe, Grace, that these are things we need to constantly pray for. When, let me tell you, it's mm-hmm. not like that I don't have troubles financially mm-hmm. or mentally. Uh, yani, if you see me sometimes or listen to me pray, you'd think I don't have problems. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. But when I'm praying grace, I take time to ask for the valuable things. Mm-hmm. I ask God for times and seasons that I never miss. Mm-hmm. I ask God for wisdom and insight to see his word. I ask God for things that add value to me. Mm-hmm. Because he says, if, if these other things he will add to me. Yes. So you see, sometimes as believers, we take so much time asking for these other things and forget the important valuables for this life. Mm. You need to be in season. Mm. That is something you need to ask from God. Yes. You need to walk in wisdom. That is something you need to ask. You need to read the word of God and understand. That is something you need to ask from God. Yes. And then allow him to bring the blessing that is attached to you in this life. Mm. And so for such people, if you already missed your season, I'm just praying to God that he will bring another season. But stay connected. Stay Mm. connected because if you're not connected, you will miss another season again. And it's going to be a disastrous. Okay. And before we get to a time of prayer, because many requests have also come through. (laughs) By God's grace, you've done something very powerful. Oh, yes. A very powerful book. Tell me about it. What okay. inspired you to do that? Um, I was, I'd say I was working with a friend who was caught up in an addiction. Mm. And as I was working with her last year, this has always been a dream to talk about freedom for me. Mm. But when she came my way, I said, you know, I can't imagine how many people are going through this known to me or unknown to me. Yeah. So I said, God, give me the wisdom to document a book that is going to talk about the freedom from any forms of addictions, mm-hmm. again, in line with your word, because you cannot get freedom outside the word of God, whom the son sets free mm-hmm. is free indeed. And the son is Jesus and Jesus is the word. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I wrote this book, you know, I walked with her and I said, be honest with me. Anytime you fall, tell me. Anytime mm-hmm. you, walk, you, you, you slide back, talk to me. And so as I was walking with her, it came into my spirit that, you know what, let me do a book that is going to help people mm-hmm. come out of these addictions through the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so that is how I put together this book. It's called Jehovah Mekadishkem. Now, this word is very hard, mm-hmm. this name. And someone was asking me, why this name? Yes. Why Jehovah Mekadishkem? Now, as I was doing, I did 31 days in January with people that were working and struggling with addictions. Yes as I was finishing up on my maternity leave. So as we were finishing up the last day, on the 29th day, God spoke to me. He said, uh, as I was praying, said, 
I am Jehovah Mekadishkem. Mm-hmm. And this word struggled to come out of my mouth. Then I said it and I said, I, what is that? Yes. You know, I've, I pray, but I've never prayed through this. I don't even know him as this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me do my research and understand what it means, Jehovah Mekadishkem. Mm-hmm. When I was doing my research, I realized that this word means I am the Lord, your sanctifier. Yes. So God said, it doesn't matter how much you walk with them. It doesn't matter what you say to them. It matters that I, God can sanctify them yes. so at the end of the study i want people to just go back to the title and say he is my sanctifier mm. it's all said and done but jesus it's you are the one that purifies me mm-hmm. so that i can serve you Saint moses said let my children go free so that they can worship me yeah. and so this book is let my people go from any forms of addictions and any forms of struggles so that they can worship God in truth and in spirit. Amen. Yeah. And it's not just targeting anyone struggling with sexual addiction because no. you've magnified that. Yes. I've just been perusing through and even simple things like gossip. Yes, yes. You, you know, yeah. it's an addiction. It is. Overeating it is. and others. <laughs> it, is, it is any form of addiction that yes. you thought or never thought. Mm. Because the truth is the word of God outlines these sins in the book of, I believe, First uh, Corinthians, or I can't be, remember the place, says all the people who practice these things, as mm. simple as envy, yes. will not see the kingdom oh, of God. God. You get True. so it doesn't just talk about sex, it's about so many other addictions that the enemy has tried to cover mm. he, the children of God in. Okay, yes, can you imagine we have to pray now? <laughs> I think we should ask Serekali, I hope for part two. <laughs> but Maria, kindly, in, in, in the remaining a minute or so, could you pray? Remember this listener and anyone else who wants to give your life to Christ as Maria prays, please make that prayer and text us on 20933 that you've given your life to Christ because we'd love to walk with you before we call it a day, Maria, and any need that has been presented. All right. Please, if you are tuned in and you're not born again or you want to give your life to Christ again, rededicate your life, please pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you. I know that I am a sinner. And Jesus, you died on the cross for me. From today, I allow you come into my heart. Be Lord and Savior over my heart, over my life. I am born again and I'm grateful for the grace that teaches me to say no to sin. Jesus, you are Lord. Amen and amen. If you have prayed that prayer together with us or with me, 20933, write to us, tell us, or you have uh, been saved. And I just want to pray, Lord, for someone tuned in right now and they are born again, struggling in a sin, mighty God. They're born again right now, caught up in an addiction, and they're saying, God, I really want to let go of this. Someone's struggling because they missed out on their season, mighty God, and they're saying, God, I had the conviction. I had everything in plan. I knew that was the direction. But Lord, something along the way, it derailed me, and right now I am caught up in a place where I don't know when you will show up again. Lord, I pray for your grace. I pray that your grace is going to be sufficient, mighty God, and I pray for a miracle to happen. I pray that God is going to cause a miracle. He allowed Joshua to speak to the sun, and the sun stood still. So even right now, something can happen and cause 
you to go back to that season that you missed out on. Mm. And may God cause a miracle. I'm asking God to supernaturally intervene in your situation. You're trusting God for wisdom. You're reading the word of God and you're saying, I don't understand Jehovah God. I pray for insight like you did for that Ethiopian eunuch, mighty God. May that be their portion, mighty God. Someone tuned in saying, I am struggling in my prayer life. I don't know what to pray. You know what you pray is the word of God. Go back to his word. Know his word because the way you know to pray is through the word of God. And Jehovah God, I pray for such a person. And I pray that the spirit of prayer and the spirit of reading your word is going to be impacted in them, Jehovah God. Someone struggling in their family, my God, they're saying, I need you to, I need you to pray because drunkenness has taken over our family. I need you to pray because my family, my marriage is in a shaky position. Jehovah God, I stand in the gap as your servant. And I pray that Jehovah God, a miracle is going to come forth. You see, Jesus spoke to the disciples. He said, go and make disciples. And he said, any demon that you find, cast it out in the name of Jesus. So you have the power and authority. As much as you have confessed him as Lord and Savior over your life, that means you have the power and authority to speak to things that are in disorder and cause them to move. And so Jehovah God, I pray for confidence in Jesus' mighty name. We love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray and trust. Amen. 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 Thank you, Maria. And God bless you. God willing, we should do a part two, Sivo. Oh, yes, we should. Mm. Uh, your handles quickly. Then oh, give the news. At Maria Speaks. Mm. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, and also on Instagram. Okay. That's how you even get the book. You'll get directions from there. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We are sorry if we could not be able to get to your to your comments. We apologize for that because of time. But I believe your faith has been challenged and ministered to. My name is Grace Matissa. See you tomorrow. This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change.